Hi, and welcome to Good Change Conversations with myself, Christy Hunter, and Stina Smith. We're here to inspire everyday people to do good things. Good changes come in all shapes and sizes in the form of products, mindsets, routines, and more. Each episode, we're going to introduce you to small changes that will help you and the environment. We hope you take away at least one of these and change for the better. In the wise words of Elvis Presley, clean up your own backyard first, and then the world's. Focus on the small changes. Don't try to do everything perfectly. Just little bits, one step at a time. Good for. Wow, what a brand and what a shopping experience. All of the goodness in one gorgeous shop. Well, actually no longer one, but seven and on the rise. Good for is the brainchild of Georgie and James. They began their journey in 2017 with their first store in the heart of Ponsonby, Auckland. And it's now grown to seven stores throughout New Zealand. Their mission was to create beautiful shopping experiences that empower, inspire and educate communities to make the best choices for their own health and that of the natural environment. Good for allows you and your family to fill and refill your pantry and household goods without wasteful and unnecessary packaging. Good for also stocks a huge range of sustainable lifestyle products that will help support the change to building a life and home based on the philosophy of consuming less and consuming quality. We welcome with open arms today the co-founder of this incredible concept, someone who is definitely on our page following an ethos and vision that is totally aligned to the Good Change way. James Denton, welcome to Good Change Conversations. Thank you very much for having me. Pleasure to be here. So James, one thing that really stood out to me when I opened your website were the words introducing slower living to the world. Can you tell us a little little bit about what this means to you? Yeah, I think um, slower living is uh, good for its purpose, introducing slower living to the world. And I think slower living is uh, another word for sustainability. Uh, sustainability gets a little bit overused and uh, maybe uh, people take advantage of it a little bit. So slower living to us is the same thing. It's doing things more considered and putting the environment as one of your first choices when you're consuming things and uh, shopping. It allows for people to do things in a, a more considered way. Excellent. Wow. And did you actually get introduced, when did you get introduced to the idea of sustainability? Have you always lived in that sort of slow paced mode? Definitely not. Um, yeah, I've, uh, I'm from Dunedin and, you know, lived, grew up as any normal kid. My parents, without a doubt, didn't have any sustainability in their bones. But, uh, you know, after a trip overseas, um, after university and uh, coming back to New Zealand, I actually had a friend of mine who was very much sustainably focused and, you know, a couple of beers one night, he really opened my mind up to the world's problems that we have. And Georgie and I founded a business called IAMCO. We were essentially selling packaged goods in the form of a subscription box and we would do a thousand of these boxes a month, you know, a thousand times ten products of packaging and, and the packaging that that came in. Uh, started to open our mind up to, um, you know, the plastic waste problem. I think that mixtured up with, you know, social media, Facebook. You know, as soon as you start thinking about those things, they start popping up on your news feeds. You know, we got to a point where we were like, this is a real problem. So my mind went on to how can we 
build a sustainable business? How could we make uh, IAMCO more sustainable? But in my voyage towards thinking about this, I actually kind of came up with the idea of good for uh, through seeing other zero waste stores. And, you know, that's where the concept was born. And and from the day it started, um, it's been a journey of Georgie and I also progressively coming becoming more sustainable from where we were at the beginning of concepting good for to where we are now is radically different in the way we think and the way we do things brilliant so there's so much good in your concept um it's a really i love the whole package the whole shopping experience at good for tell us a little bit about what is different in your stores to other refillery type stores i think that we've been laser focused the entire time um with good for we we haven't wanted to be everything to everyone uh, we're very much pantry focused and um, we want to keep it that way. We want to get to a point where uh, you know you can get every product you need for your pantry um, in a sustainable version and of a really high quality. Um, I think a lot of stores that have opened up uh, along the way have given into the temptation of bringing in products that take you outside of that range, you know, milk and uh, things like this. And I believe that we'll get to a point where uh, there will be these focused retailers who do things to a really high level and you can trust their supply chain and you can trust what they're doing because that focus is there. You know, go into any supermarket with, you know, 10,000 SKUs and there's no way you can have that level of focus. That's where we want to go and I think, you know, currently as it stands, you can go into a good four store and there is that level of simplicity to it where you walk in and... It's not uh, a million brands screaming at you and a million different SKUs. It's just just our brand. It's quite relaxing, I think. And a lot of our customers think the same. They walk out of a store and they're they're a little bit better off than when they walked in. So that's kind of the level we want to keep it at. It's interesting because that was actually my next question was, you know, all the smells, the feeling that you get when you walk in, you see this beautiful packaging, these beautiful products that come with this ultimate care it can have quite an impact on your mental state, I think. You walk in, have this experience, and you walk out. So what's your idea of the perfect packageless pantry? We, we knew we were in the pantry space right from the beginning, and we knew that the pantry also has that ability to kind of have, have a really great benefit on your mentality as well. So we see uh, the pantry as being just as important as the furniture you choose in your living room. And in my original business plan to a couple of my mates that invested some money, we, we talked about these pantry, some pantry containers that would ultimately lead to the perfect pantry. Kind of spent four years working on those containers because I think that's a crucial element. But the perfect pantry is, to, to us, is a stacked up symmetrical set of containers that have all your products that you can see and, and uh, you know exactly what's in them and you can really have visual on your food so you don't create any food waste. So you'd bring in people to your house and your pantry would no longer be hidden away with thousands of uh, half-empty packages, isn't it? It's an art piece. It's a a sculpture. (laughs) Exactly. It's a piece of furniture, um, but also has a lot of benefits to it. It's interesting because I think for me as a busy mum of three, you come home from work, you walk into the kitchen, you think, what am I going to cook today? And if you've got all this different packaging staring at you, it gets quite overwhelming. So to simplify everything and have a, a really tidy simple pantry it's quite an attractive feature for your for your house in New Zealand how would we compare to other countries what are are the sort of the trends that are happening overseas are there any countries that you look look to for inspiration like northern European people Swedish they seem to be our customers quite naturally 
some of the original concepts I saw that inspired Goodfall were definitely from uh, Germany and Sweden and places like that. Yeah, I think that New Zealand is on its way to becoming, uh, to having this as a really big part of um, the culture. Yeah, I think that we've come a long way since we began. And which trends in slow living do you see coming in the next two to three years? In general, uh, it goes across the board. In our purchasing decisions now, we never buy anything that we're not going to have for a very long time, which is a complete shift. Sometimes you get attracted to buying like a, a cheaper version of something that you may only need a couple of times, and you're like, I'll just buy this and you know stick it away, and we don't need it again. But um, you know, thinking about the material of the product and thinking about the longevity is, I think it's becoming more and more prevalent. And then, you know, slower living ties into um, all sorts of sustainable things like composting and gardening and. You know, everyone is now starting to think about you know the dream of a veggie garden, and I don't think that's anything uh, new, but it's definitely more. Uh, it's definitely coming on a lot more now. I think in the last year and a half, with everything that's happened, I think people are really connecting back to nature as well, and just starting to get that more farmers market mentality and grow things from scratch and live a more a simple simpler life. Big time. Tell us about your giving back initiative. We we're really passionate about this at Good Tra- Good Change. Um, they say, I think it was Richard Branson I heard say once that you can't run a business like you would 30 years ago and just expect you're going to make a whole lot of money. You've actually got to have some sort of giving back component or do do it with care. So uh, we, we began kind of with a tree initiative with a company called Trees for the Future. But they're American-based um, and there wasn't that transparency. So the dollar that we would give them, we didn't really know what happened with it. So we've taken that into our own hands now. So we've started this kind of tree initiative where, you know, when you come in and shop, you can choose a one of three native trees. It was to bring transparency and, and you know, we all wanted to, we've got 80 team members and we all wanted to actually put trees in the ground ourselves. Um, so we knew that when a customer came in, they spent money, you know, we would be sticking a tree in the ground and it would grow, you know, take carbon out of the atmosphere. Every every purchase um, contributes to one sixtieth of the tree that you plant um, that you chose and you know it seems 1 60th not much but uh, it's about 75 trees a week for Goodfall so we've got to a point where we've got um, you know thousands of trees um, in the kitty and uh, we are just pairing with whoever we choose to um, in terms of a third party partner so there's places like Million Meters um, that do a lot of planting and we're going to do a couple of plantings every year the first one's next month in uh, Devonport, and we're hoping to plant about 10,000 trees, but we can't actually do that uh, in the amount of space that they've got. So we've got this accumulation of trees that we're going to have to start, you know, planting around the place. But we've invited, um, you know, customers to do it, and 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 the team's getting on board. So yeah, it's really cool. It's it's way more transparent. Um, so what are three takeaways that you could give to our listeners to help them shop with more purpose um, or just to get into that whole slower way of living? First of all, it takes really sitting down and, and making some goals, like whether or not you want to you know, tackle your fridge first or your pantry. Just deciding with a couple of key values around, you know, okay, I'm going to shop organic for my produce going forward and I'm going to sort out uh, an affordable organic produce supplier. I'm going to decide to do 15 jars in my pantry that I'm refilling, uh, whether I'm ordering that online or through Good4. And then I'd say, you know, starting to have that mindset of 
buying for the long term. Uh, I reckon that's a really key thing rather than just willy-nilly consuming without thinking. Products that do end up in landfill or do become a waste product. You know, I guess our whole system is built around selling more and more products to people and, and getting them, them to dispose of that. But kind of sticking a line in the sand and going, okay, cool. That's our mindset around that. So it's more based around your decision to do it and then and then putting a line in the sand and building some values around what you're going to do. Yeah, it's almost unlocking that awareness, I think, and just getting people thinking about the small things. Because it good change, I, I know I go on about this, but we're all about small changes, not making big changes. And one thing I did the other day, I think I mentioned to you earlier, is I went and bought all of your, well, I bought them online, your little sp- uh, spice jars. And so I can now use the refillery to fill up my spice jars and I've got the names on them and I open up my drawer and they're all, it's just its just a, quite a pleasure in the kitchen to have all my spices laid out and, and these lovely little little jars. So yeah, that's my small change. Hey James, thank you so much. It's just such an interesting and positive journey that you guys have been on and we're really interested to watch the space in the coming weeks, months with what's happening with the expansion of the business and um, yeah, just spreading the, the positive all I see now is my pantry being this really streamlined, black and white, everything is transparent. Like, I bought that. <laughs> so I'm very inspired. Thank you for listening to our Good Change Conversations. We hope you are walking away feeling excited and inspired by those doing good things. Keep coming back. We have so much more we want to tell you.